Hey, Average Fails Podcast listeners, thank you for joining us today. Today's episode, uh, I uh, sit down and have a conversation with my wife, and uh, we talk about travel, we talk about our honeymoon plans that never happened, <laughs> and uh, and a, mo- a lot more, so yeah, it was a good time, we uh, had a great conversation, and it was just fun to sit down and include her in the, uh, the podcast adventure. So yeah, thank you guys for listening. If you're looking for the most amazing podcast ever, well, this isn't it. You're listening to The Average Fellas Podcast, guaranteed to let you down and leave you unsatisfied. To another episode of the Average Fellas Podcast. I'm your host, Zodi Zach, coming to you live all the way from Riverside, California. Man, so yeah, good to be here. Uh, Thank you guys for joining the podcast, for listening. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for participating with these um, audio experiences Right, I think that's what I called them in my ad that I posted. I made an ad. I wanted to be like Ty Lopez, and I made an ad. Anyways, um, yeah. What's today's date? Today's August thirty first, two thousand and twenty. Uh, the era of COVID. We've all just accepted it. That it's the new normal, ladies and gentlemen. Um. Uh, anyways, yeah. Uh, let's get into let's get into the episode. This day in history. I know I haven't done one of these in a long time, but. Let's get into it. August 31st. Um, in 1997, uh, the Princess of Wales, Diana, was actually killed in a car crash shortly after midnight on August 31st in 1997. I know it's a sad a sad story to bring up, but, you know, it's history. It's history. I thought it was a fitting story to bring up, uh, seeing as today's episode is going to be about um, travel. Uh, a little bit more about the princess. Uh, she she actually was a philanthropist. She uh, did a lot of good deeds. Her two sons are now the heir, heir heirs of the crown, uh, seeing as her dad is just too old. He's probably going to die soon. So, um, yeah, she's also lo- known as Lady Di. That's another cool thing about her. Um, and... You know, it was such a, it, this event, I guess it, it took the world by surprise, you know, everybody. I remember it being all over the news. I remember just being a huge, just a huge thing to see, you know, it was just, it was crazy. Um, a lot of people talk about, they remember where they were when Michael Jackson died. I think a lot of people remember where they were when Princess Di passed away as well. I think that's probably another one of those kind of dates. Anyways, yeah, so that happened on August 31st. Um yeah, so like I said, today's episode is going to be about travel. Um, want to get into that a little bit. I am a a traveler of the world. At least I like to think I am. I like to think I am, or I try to be at least. Okay. 
Uh, let me go over the numbers for you guys real quick, keep you guys updated. Uh, this show has actually passed 400 downloads overall, so that's good. That means there's upwards of 40 downloads per episode. I'm proud of that. Thank you guys for participating again. Got a few uh, a few people downloading uh, in different countries. Got a few downloads now in Japan. Thanks to our friend Wes, who happens to be over there. Uh, thanks for joining the show, Wes. Uh, really appreciate your contributions, man. It's a good time. We'll gladly have you back on again. Um, and I just want to shout out all the uh, all the Apple Podcasts, Spotify listeners. Uh, you guys are doing a good job. Thank you so much for downloading all of our of our episodes and keeping keeping in touch with us. Um, you guys can catch us on YouTube as well. We're on all the popular platforms for podcasts, so you know we're everywhere. If you guys want to leave a comment or you know maybe give you some feedback, you could email me at averagefellas at gmail dot com. Averagefellas at gmail dot com. <sighs> I think I got through it all in less than five minutes. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Um, today's an interesting show. So I have a very special guest with me today. Uh, different turn of events. I had an episode that I wanted to air, uh, air, but I just feel like I wanted, to, I feel like I need to save it. Um, episode I recorded with one of my cousins and uh, I just want to save it before I, before I put it out there. Um, so today I thought we'd do something a little bit different and I would bring on a very special guest, someone near and dear to my heart, my better half, my wife, Courtney. Good morning. <laughs> Hi, good morning. <laughs> I practiced that line already. <laughs> Hi, good morning. <laughs> I actually have cards. I'm holding up no cards for her. Just responses. <laughs> Laugh now. <laughs> Hi, good morning. <laughs> oh my goodness. He's not holding up no cards. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. What'd you think of that? Where, do you remember where you were when Princess Di passed away? Well, I remember. I mean, yeah. I remember when I like got the news about it from my mom. Um, well, I was only nine, and we lived out in the country. And I just, I don't know. I was like in the study in our like office. Um just like playing with toys and uh my mom like came in to tell me it was in, it was like at night and she came in and said to me oh princess diana died and i didn't know a lot about princess diana like i had obviously heard her name um but i didn't really know a lot about her um uh, but i remember my mom telling me um when that happened and then I was like really into beanie babies. Oh yeah, I remember and, those. Yeah, and um Beanie Babies, the company made a bear after Princess Di that I think was just called Princess. Um Yeah, like in memory of her. Um yeah. That definitely dates us. That definitely dates us yeah. too that much. <laughs> Some of these kids don't know about this history. They don't know. Um, yeah, so uh, so this episode, I want to talk about travel a little bit. Um, I feel like you and you and I have a have a weird situation that we found ourselves in as newlyweds. Yeah, a little bit. So there's always like a trajectory of you know you get engaged and then you get married and then you go on a honeymoon. 
that's you know typically how I thought it worked out. Well, and then and then you go back to your normal life, you know, like after your honeymoon, then you get back to your normal life with your new spouse. Like, you know, things just keep going like normal now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it was, it was so for us it, was, it kind of well, obviously COVID happened. Obviously, COVID sort of uh, ruined our plans. So, um, yeah, today I want to talk about travel because uh, our plans were ruined because of COVID-19. We got married, and literally weeks after we got married, the country shut down. um, And we couldn't – we originally wanted to go to Thailand. That was our original plan. And then we seen the travel restrictions, international travel restrictions uh, happen. Uh, then after that, we seen the rest of the world not want to take American citizens. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, and then we were like, all right, well, let's just go to Vegas. You know, we could just go to we'll go to Vegas, you know. And then we seen every other state shut down. And then we thought, well, why don't we just go to Disneyland? It's 45 minutes away. We can go to Disneyland whenever two days there or something. At least we can commemorate our wedding. Right. And and then Disneyland shut and down. And Disneyland's closed. <laughs> we probably still could go back to Vegas, but I also am confident we would get COVID if we did that. <laughs> um, actually, last night it was funny. We were we were uh, getting ready. We were thinking about what we we're gonna do for dinner, and then we both realized that it had been a year since we'd been engaged. When we got in, we got engaged a year ago, and the memory showed up on Facebook. Actually, not the memory of us getting engaged, but the result of us being engaged from our, our engagement trip. Right, <laughs> right. So we were trying to do some mental math on when exactly did we get engaged, and um, that was pretty funny because it. Rem- I mean, we saw all the Vegas stuff. We actually watched our engagement video. We took a stroll down memory lane, and we watched all that fun stuff. Yeah, it's just kind of like, oh, I wish I could go again. Yeah, it was a really good trip. Mainly because I didn't have to plan it at all. Well, I hope that's what I could do for this. Ne- we can do for this next trip. You know, I like planning trips because I'm interested in understanding. Like, I want to go. I mean, before I go someplace, I need to have at least four or five things figured out because if you if you don't hit the ground running, then you totally miss miss opportunities. You know, when you're traveling, you need to make the most of every experience. You know. Yeah, but when you told me that when you went to Korea, you didn't have your return ticket yet, and I don't appreciate that. <laughs> well, that was a different. That was that was a different type of. There was a different strategy. It's more of a backpacking experience. <laughs> so I didn't want to. I didn't want to leave. I wanted to try to stretch the dollar as far as I could. That's why I didn't have a return ticket yet. And I right. I, no, I understand it. <laughs> I just don't yeah, live that way. I mean, obviously, it's different. Obviously, we're married now, so it's different. You know, I got, I can't, I can't just think for myself anymore. You can't just fly off to Korea with a one-way ticket. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I can I mean, obviously, this next, the next trip, I want to make sure that we have a lot of stuff. Like, you know, I want to have everything covered as far as like places to stay, air travel, return, you know, back and forth. Okay. <laughs> well, but like, that's one of the things that was so cool about our plans for Thailand is that we kind of already knew 
when exactly we wanted to go. We wanted it to be in June because that was going to be before their like monsoon season. But also it could have been a month that I took off of work. Yeah. You know, I could have arranged that. And then just super affordable, like in terms of places to stay. Um, Value for and we already had plans of like everything that we wanted to do too. Yeah. And you know, I think about it, I probably would have gotten fired if I would have taken time off to go on a honeymoon. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's probably true, but I mean, whatever. Look what happened. <laughs> um, yeah, but no, the Thailand to me, the reason why I I was in favor of Thailand was because the the value that you get for your dollar as a, like an American traveler, it's it benefits you in some places that you go to because your dollar is worth more money. So I mean, like when I went to Europe, it's upside down. You're paying more for every right. experience. You're paying like 30% more for everything when I went to Europe. But when I went to Asia, everything was like 30% less. And then the further southeast, I guess, you get into like the certain Asian countries, it it benefits you as an American traveler. Your dollar does, really. I know Canada, they would do that a lot to us because when I was working at the hotel, all the Canadians would come down towards California um, to go to Mexico, they're snowbirds. That's what they called themselves, snowbirds, where (laughs) they'd leave the snowy Canada, you know, whatever place they're from and they take i-5 all the way down towards arizona new mexico some people even in mexico and they would always stop in and they'd be like come on man like cut me do do me a favor you know my dollar doesn't work as much as it does in canada you know because their dollar is worth less than ours but uh they were always asking for a deal (laughs) (laughs) anyways um yeah, Thailand was. I wanted to do Thailand too because there's a lot of experiences that were attractive to me. Obviously, I wanted to see like I, I want to try a lot of the food. Yeah, I really do too. I wanted to have. Remember, there was a like hole in the wall place in Bangkok that serves like the best pad Thai. Yeah, I was like, I definitely want to try that. But also, just getting like stuff from their markets like the markets Mm. in bangkok would be really cool too like durian yeah that would be interesting that would be i would that's to me is an experience that those are the kind of experiences i like when you go to like the market to get like a local you know a fruit that was harvested locally that is from that area and like you know obviously it's you know i think now in the era of covid we'd be like a little (laughs) <laughs> a little suspicious of doing that, but yeah. um, but I mean, obviously, anyway, I don't know if I would go to an open air market to get food anymore. Like, it's just kind of scary. Yeah, that's true. Especially like a but, like a farmer's market here in the U.S. I think would be even scary to even go to. I don't know. Weird. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's true. But if I was in Thailand, I would still hit up like, no, not necessarily an open air market. The one that we were looking at wasn't an open air market. It yeah, was like right. a what? Like a mall, right? Yeah. Um but I would still hit up that kind of place and get some of those foods that are not common here, like durian. That's yeah. my main thing that I wanted to try is durian. The uncommon things that you can't get back home. I I mean, we could get durian here, but it's not, it's like native to Thailand, I think. Yeah, it's more of like the, 
I guess the experience overall of getting it closer to the source or, you know, it's just yeah. like you're in a different country. You want to. Well, but I mean, yeah, that's part of it. But also remember when for your birthday, we were, we went to that um, like Asian market in Livermore. Yeah. And uh, we got dessert at that one little dessert place. And um, it was a dessert that had durian in it. Remember? I think so. I think I, I think I remember. And I asked them, is it fresh durian? And she said, oh, yeah. And I don't, I mean, I wouldn't know, you know, but with all the stories that I've heard about durian, it's supposed to be like this overwhelming smell, like a really like overwhelming taste, like blue cheese almost. Yeah. And that's not what the dessert tasted like, remember? Yeah. The the best we could pick out was like faintly there was like an onion taste, like faint onion. Yeah. And it didn't smell like anything. So I, I'm not, I don't know. I just think it would be more like closer to the experience of durian to get it in a country that it's native to. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I completely agree. I'm, I just like all those little kind of things. Like when you go travel, you just, you find, I don't know. I think you, you enjoy every experience more because you're doing it a little bit different on a different part of the globe. It just makes it, I don't yeah. know. It makes the experience just better. Um, right. That, and that's really why I like to travel. I just want to see new things and like, just, I don't know. Yeah, well, it opens your mind to, like, a different way of life and, like, a different part of the world. Like, it's just, you get more knowledge of other cultures. That's desperately needed today, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, that's man. true. You know, I'm looking for, uh, speaking about, like, more knowledge of other cu cultures and stuff, so... um if you guys in Riverside, you guys are locals and you know any good cuisine, please tell us where to go. Tell us where to go. We're looking, we're searching and we haven't found, well, there's a few places that we really enjoy here. Yeah. I don't know what you're trying to say over there because there are more. some good restaurants there that are we some like. Good ones. I, I mean, there are some good ones. I'll shout out one of my favorites and obviously it's Isabella's the cupcake place. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say so, kimchi changa. Oh yes, kimchi changa too. That's my favorite. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I want I want like sweet treats. That's probably why I'm just stuck on the bakery. <laughs> right. No. It, they do have some really really good maple bacon cupcakes. Oh my god, for reals. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, traveling. Just something that's just really. I've always been interested, and in. we're so when we we're planning our trip for our honeymoon we thought well let's just say you know let's let's you know let's i want to do something cool i don't want to like go to mexico i guess I, I can always go to mexico we can always go to mexico it's like right next door to us you know and it's cheap yes. to go to mexico like 500 bucks you could have the time of your life in mexico you know <laughs> so not that i'm hating on, i'm not hating i'm not hating on mexico i love i love the experiences there but you know it just it's in your backyard it's like going to alaska it's sort of one of those things that you never well i feel like unless you you never realize how beautiful it is until you actually go but i always feel like it's those are i can probably go those seem like i can probably go there more frequent than i could go you know 
overseas. Right. Yeah. So anyways, that's why I was, that's why, you know, I was thinking, I was like, wow, Thailand would be great. You know, we would be able to do it on a, not, not a cheap budget, but our, our experience would be overall like better. The quality of our experience, the type of hotel that we'd stay in would be even better because, you know, for the price of your rent here, you could stay in like this amazing five star, just, just beautiful hotel in the city in the capital city you know and have all the you know amenities to go with it and to me that was very um that was very uh attractive for the price you know how much you're gonna get you could stay to i think it's something like three weeks we booked we wanted to book it was like three weeks yeah two weeks to a month somewhere actually you know let me look let me me google this right now i'm gonna I'm a frequent orbits person. I was an orbits lifer. So I always I always use your stuff. Matter of fact, talk about travel. We get to go to uh, we're go to Big Bear. Big Bear next weekend, which will be great. Um spend some time up there. Obviously it's not like we're traveling abroad. It's like only like, what forty five minutes from here. Yeah. Yeah. It's really but beautiful. Still, we need a dang vacation. <laughs> I know, right? We got we got full on married and didn't do anything <laughs> except stay home every day, all day, non <laughs> Not that I'm complaining. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, let me do a, I'm gonna say so we'll say if we left on the 31st, we'll say a month. Say you booked a month in Bangkok, right? I'm going to put one room. I'll put two adults. And uh, we'll add a flight. We'll do the package, the vacation package, the flight plus the hotel. Um, and we're leaving L.A., Los Angeles International. <clears throat> All right. And the parting would be, we'll say the 1st of September. Coming back the twenty eighth, uh, yeah, twenty seventh, and I mean, I typically fly economy coach because I'm cheap when it comes to my airfare. So, what are what are your preferences? Well, okay, I've never flown first class ever. Obviously. It's on my bucket list, <laughs> but for a long flight like this. This is already going to be like a... This is a 16. A chunk of chain for us to pull off the whole trip. So, I mean, obviously we're going to go economy, but we're going to pay for the extra leg room. I don't care how much it is. (laughs) I don't care how many legs of our flight. We're getting extra leg room. That's it. You heard it. That's it. No. I... Will not negotiate. Will not with terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's all good. You know, I'm, we're both too tall. We are too <laughs> dang tall. To try and get in those other seats, those regular seats. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So I did the googling. I did the googling. I did the work for you, so you didn't have to. Right. <laughs> Imagine leaving tomorrow out of LA International Airport, right? Heading straight over to Bangkok, right? For a month. One month, right? Um, let me see here. 
So you have the Mandarin Hotel. Okay. Uh, I'm going to click on this. It's got about, it says it's a five star. That's the Orbitz review. I'll give it a five star. Oh, it's 4.2 out of five. I'm sorry. 4.2 out of five okay. stars on Orbitz. Okay. Mandarin Hotel. Exactly. Okay. So in Bangkok. In Bangkok. Now, let me explain, ladies and gentlemen, you are staying for an entire month, okay? An entire month. And this includes your flight, which is two round-trip tickets, plus your hotel room for 25 nights, okay? This is with taxes and fees, okay? Okay. Is going to, we're going to select a deluxe room. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. My internet is so slow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, and then we'll just, we're, okay, select. It's, what it's is not, it? It's, 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 the, it's the internet, it's taking, taking a minute. All right. So after everything with two travelers, like I said, uh, 25 oh nights, my gosh, we know. <laughs> <laughs> your total trip after taxes comes out to $3,221, $3,221. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. That's, that's, you know, for a vacation of a lifetime, that's pretty cheap, you know, for the vacation of a lifetime. You're talking 25 days in another country, you know, a beautiful country. You get to have all those experiences. You get to spend enough time in one place to really kind of feel the heartbeat of the city. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And plus, like, that was for what? Like, the best hotel, like, but one of the best hotels, deluxe room stuff. I mean, we would be staying in, like, probably a deluxe type of room anywhere that we stayed. Because I remember. When we were looking into hotels and different places to stay in Thailand, that a lot of their beds are small. Mm -hmm. And if you pay more, you get a room with a bigger bed, which again, I will not negotiate. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I agree too. I agree. I mean, if I'm going on vacation for my honeymoon, I definitely want to have a little bit of the luxe life. You know what I'm saying? I like a little bit. Yeah. When we went to Vegas, um, I mean, almost any time in Vegas, you're going to have a little bit of that luxe life. It just Vegas does that for you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? They want, they want you to come back. They want you to feel like you got pampered. Yeah. yeah. That's what I need right now. I need that. I know. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> oh, man. I know what you guys are thinking, like, well, but you've been home for six months now or whatever. But, yeah, that's exactly, that's the point. We've been home for six months. But actually, we've been home for 50 years. <laughs> for an infinite amount of time. No, we're actually, to be honest, having, like, a really good time being at home together. Like, a really good time. And, like, I'm glad that you know, this is how it turned out, honestly. I mean, I, obviously, I wish we could have gone on honeymoon. I wish it wasn't a pandemic. 
But, like, I'm glad that this is one of the results is that Zach and I are just home together all the time. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. Yeah, so, I don't know. Maybe we can talk. Maybe we can... Maybe we can talk about that one time or another time on the on the podcast. Yeah. We, we're newlyweds. Love in the time of Corona. Yep. <laughs> Love in the time of Corona. What did I, I came up with? I wanted to write a book, actually. I was going to hire a ghostwriter and I was going to write a, a book on, you know, marriage. And it was going to mm-hmm. be about basically how, you know, we got married and then we got locked in. We, we had a, we had a lockdown and. And basically just not go anywhere forever. It's just, I don't know if people had that yeah. experience when they got married. They just ended up getting, you know, you get married and two weeks later, right. you're not allowed to go anywhere. You just have to stay home together. Well, so I think it's going to be interesting in like a few years. I hope that a researcher looks at that. Yeah. Like looks at, I don't know, very like open-ended kind of data like ask the couples um about relationship satisfaction you know like things like that and compare it to couples who didn't have to deal with yeah um coronavirus to see like what effect it had because i think for our relationship it just like i think it's made us it sounds like a in a bad way, but it's not in a bad way. But it makes us feel like we've been married longer than we <laughs> no, have. Right? Yeah, exactly. But like not in a bad way, though. Like not like a. No, no, I get you. Yeah. But it's just like so we 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 totally forgot that it had been our a, a, exactly a year since we'd been engaged. You know, we got engaged six yeah. months later. We got married, and six months after that, we're back at our engagement. Uh, you know, kind of anniversary, and it just. It took us by surprise. We were both looking at each other and we're like, we're shocked. We're like, oh my God, we are terrible. <laughs> I can't believe we forgot that. But also, gosh dang it, a year ago we were in freaking Vegas having like the best vacation ever. <laughs> That's all it reminds me we, And now we just been stuck in our apartment. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah, when we went to we were in Vegas, we had a, had a lot of good food there. It was awesome little adventure that we took. Um, that's that's to me that's another main part about traveling is just the eat, I guess the food, you know, just really experiencing what it tastes like. Just different things. I I will probably I will try like when I was in Korea, I tried the blood sausage there. That's like pretty uh, that's common to them, you know. Uh, a lot of street vendors sell it and stuff. So, you know, I, for sure I'll jump in and I tried some of it. Obviously, it wasn't my thing, but like if it's a common thing that the people, you know, of that particular area eat, I want to try it. I want to get in there and, you know, see what's up with all the spices and all that goodness. Did I tell you I've tried blood sausage before? No. Do you want to know where I tried it? <laughs> where? Yeah, of course I do. <laughs> Please tell me. Okay. <laughs> when, um, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter in Orlando, Florida was first opening up. Yeah. Like it opened up in like June, I think, of 2008, something like that. Uh-huh. And I went in August. So just two months after it opened, like I'd been saving up for years for it, right? <laughs> Excuse me. And one of the things that I did that I booked for myself while I was there 
was like a breakfast experience in the Three Broomsticks, which is the restaurant that was in that part of the park. Nice. And uh, so you could choose when you got there, um, you could choose if you wanted like a traditional American breakfast or a traditional English breakfast. And so, of course, just to keep in with the experience, I chose the traditional English breakfast. And it came with some of that. And I did try. I knew what it was beforehand. I was like, I'm here. I'm going to try everything on the plate, yeah. even if I don't think I'll like it. Just part of the experience. <laughs> I did not like it, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. No, it was super cool. We, so. we actually did the same thing, too. I think for both of us, that's kind of a big thing about travel, experiencing you know, the different foods, obviously, like, it's just, I don't know, it's a good part of it. It's the best part of it. One of the best parts of it. But when we went to Disneyland, yeah. you took me to D- um, Galaxy's Edge for my birthday. Uh-huh. And um, we literally tried pretty much almost everything. Like we went through yeah. we went through almost, wherever there was opportunity for us to try food, we would order things like so we can try more of it, but not necessarily like, you know, we would share all of our foods so that we can try, like everything. Right. Well, we we made sure that we ordered something different from each other, yeah. and then we shared it so that we could both try like as much as possible. Yeah. And we when we went to uh, <laughs> the uh, the cantina, that was awesome too. Yeah. Took care of about half the menu, so we had to go back. We need to go back and finish the cantina. I know. And also the breakfast. Yeah. Place. But- I forgot what the what the. Um, you know the the diner that's over there, the like the outpost, the diner outpost. Yeah. I want to go back there um, and try some more of the stuff. I had their breakfast, and what I really liked about it is they used purple potatoes, and they use these they use these weird looking mushrooms when they made their ba- the breakfast. Yeah. Their breakfast little skillets, and um, I just really appreciated it. It was good. It was delicious. You know, so Galaxy's Edge, amazing food. <laughs> Yeah, no, we had, um, that was a really good time. We did, like, pretty much everything there was to do in that section of the park. So, you got your lightsaber, and I cried. I know, I was just, it was awesome. It was great. The funny thing, though, is, like, when when the lightsaber lit up, everybody in the, like, because, you know, we went into the workshop, and, like, you're in there with, like, 12 other people. I am most of them are kids. I'm a big kid. So <laughs> I'm getting my lightsaber and at the end, wait, of it, hold on. Sorry. I just need to say, I don't actually agree with that. Most of them were not kids. <laughs> their parents. Most of the people in there were adults. Some of the adults brought kids. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. But most of the people in there were adults. Well, the people that were receiving lightsabers at the time, I know everybody, I would say 50%. I would say half and half, maybe adults and kids or, okay. uh, Maybe forty percent kids, sixty percent adults. But well, anyway, it was it was a moment where, like, I looked around and I seen the kids around me filled with hope, and they all had blue and green lightsabers. And then I looked <laughs> around and I seen all the adults, and we all had red lightsabers. And we're like, "Kid, one day you will realize the power of the dark side." Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Remember the kid that was like right to your left, I think built the exact one I would have built if I was getting a lightsaber. Do you remember that? No, I don't remember. Oh. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) How could I remember that when I had my own lightsaber? (laughs) Yeah, that's 
Um, yeah. So uh, we're waiting actually right now. I'm supposed to be getting my birth certificate in the mail. So um, I think it'll be here too. We're doing some ancestry stuff and like just, you know, we're putting together some documents and I'm waiting to get a copy of my birth certificate. Speaking about that, uh, we had a weird conversation about IDs this morning because we have to. I had my passport stolen when I moved down here. So, you know, they, they took my passport. It had valuable information. I already submitted my, my lost and stolen passport, you know, claim. And now I'm trying to re-up on the passport because we got to get, get ready to relaunch out into the world. So, I don't know. I guess we're trying. The, the hope is that maybe we'll be able to go on a honeymoon sometime soon. <laughs> One day. Yeah, well... Maybe not sometime soon. Well, not sometime <laughs> what soon, do you mean by soon? The thing is, I, I feel like it, it'll take it. It'll take a lifetime for my passport to get to me. You know, just because the government yeah. and how slow it is. <laughs> so I figure what? if I start on it now, um, by the time I yeah. get it, it might be there might be some better travel restrictions. You know, they might be they might be loosened up a little bit. And that's kind of what I want to talk about. I want to talk about travel restrictions really quick. Um, so I was looking actually at um what the CDC says for travel recommendations. And um, yeah. I thought this was pretty uh, interesting because uh, there's a map. If you go to the website, you can see a map there. It's a COVID-19 travel recommendations by destination on the CDC's website. And uh, okay. if you look at it, it's pretty interesting. There is uh, there's a scale and it goes from gray, which means no data available. There's a light colored gray that says no travel health notice. It means that, you know, you can probably go there there's no you know right then there's yellow which is risk is low then there's uh a more orange type of color and it's risk is moderate and then there's like this darker orange um orange color and that's risk is high and basically the entire globe is orange right now (laughs) Really? Yeah, the entire, with the exception of New Zealand, which we've heard great things about. Um, they have right. low risk. They're a, a yellow color. They're considered low risk, which is what we've heard a lot about. And, you know, the global, you know, global news has said about New Zealand, how they've been pretty well, yeah. pretty good at being able to keep in their COVID situation under control. Um, and guess, guess who else made the low risk list? Ooh. Thailand. Oh, snap. But they're not going to let us go there. I don't think they will let us go there. Okay, so... It would be dumb of them if they did. Some of these countries, uh, these countries that are at low risk, uh, you have Thailand, um, you have Malaysia, which is moderate, and you have uh, Brunei? I don't know how you say the last name. I don't know how you say the last... I don't know how you say this name of this country. Jesus. (laughs) Their last I don't know. (laughs) Everyone in their country has the country's last their last. Oh yeah. So it's just there's a few few spots here on this thing that are yellow. Um North Korea. I've gotta ask you, what color do you think North Korea is? Oh, of course they're gray. There's not enough data. There's no data available for North Korea. Right. <laughs> of course there's not. And then Taiwan, there's also no data available. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
You know why there's no data available? I don't know. I'm just asking. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me. No, no, not going to tell you. Not going to tell you. You just, you always have a way of asking me questions where, or telling me things where I don't know which one you're trying to do. Like, you know how often I ask you, are you telling me that? Or are you asking me that? I feel like I ask, I say that to you, like, at least once a day, because you just have this way of delivering information to me where I'm like, I don't know what you're trying to get from me. I don't know. I I mean, I think I've done that a few times. I've done that a few times to my guests. And I could tell because they just, they don't know what to do. They're like, is that a question or an accusation? <laughs> like, oh, I'm sorry. Let me, let me rephrase that. Yeah. You do that to me all the time. I just go, oh, I'm, I'm not confused. He's just confusing. <laughs> so I ask you what you're trying to say. Oh, yeah. Um, of course, the United States is just a giant orange, just an orange. Orange. I mean, the, the entire world is orange pretty much at this point. So the CDC's recommendation is pretty much don't go anywhere. Right. And the risk is high. It's level three for um, for everybody pretty much, except for the exception of those three or four countries. Oh, man. It's a sad, sad sight. Yeah. Yeah, and right now, especially, it says uh, since I guess since March, uh, since March, any of the passport, um, any of the passport like agencies that you know are used to, you know, reissue those and stuff, um, they cut back significantly on on their workforce. So basically, all in person, it basically says that they've. Temporarily suspended expedited passport processing. So you can't expedite your passport, which you could use, use to be able to do. It took about tw- right. two months instead of six, you know. Um, and then um, for customers applying uh, for like a, the only way you can do is you could apply at a, um, I guess there's some facilities that are accepting still, but they generally it's renewal by mail right now. And uh, it says that our passport agencies and centers, we've restricted in-person services and expediting passport processing. So you can't, I guess, I don't know, it's kind of confusing. Maybe you can't go in person. I I mean, I doubt that you can. Yeah. <laughs> that- but, you know, we'll go on a trip. And it might turn into a joint graduation and anniversary or honeymoon i mean (laughs) and it heck i don't know and anniversary i have no idea um but like we'll go on a trip it just slash vacation yeah eventually yeah i mean i i gotta be honest you know like it's sad to say but I think that we're outside of the range of even being able to call it a honeymoon. Yeah. <laughs> you know, at this point. So, like. That ship sailed. I love you. But. <laughs> <laughs> but I just don't think that. 
it even feels like it would be a honeymoon anymore, you know? No, I agree. I agree. But we'll we'll have a cheers on that trip. We'll we'll cheers yeah. we'll cheers on that trip, you know? <laughs> yeah, and I and I think, you know, if it's possible, we should definitely like do something for our first anniversary, like maybe stay at um the mission or something. That'd be cool. <laughs> oh man. Thailand is one of our was our choice. <clears throat> our number one choice for our honeymoon and the way that we chose it was we kept throwing ideas to each other that were just kind of ran like a little random, you know? Um and uh I was looking at places where you could just have your honeymoon in one location, like a resort, essentially, yeah. right? And uh, I was looking for, like, something tropical, which isn't really normally my jam. Yeah. But I just wanted to have a relaxing time. Yeah, exactly. The Lux life. And so, yeah, the Lux life. And so he was like, he threw a couple, like, what were some of the ideas you threw at me? Vietnam for sure was one of them. Yeah. Uh, Vietnam. Um, Vietnam. I mean, obviously, uh, I mean, I like any of the tropical parts of like Mexico, but for mm -hmm. me, uh, San Jose, Costa Rica is like a big thing on my list because I'm a big Jurassic Park fan. And I like tropical places right. like Hawaii and Mexico have been some of my favorite places to vacation. I love that like element of just like leisure tropical life you know like that and that to me yeah. that speaks to me i vibe on that very well <laughs> and one of the ideas that i threw at him was like renting a cabin in the mountains somewhere for like a couple of weeks and like doing a like going to a spa you know kind of thing and i also suggested egypt yeah that's true um, but only because of like the educational. No, yeah, for sure. That yeah. Um, and so we didn't really have anything like. Neither of us felt very strongly about like the other ones' no, exactly. ideas, <laughs> really. And so I just opened up one night. We were on Skype together. Do you remember this? Uh, I'm not sure. Well, you tell me. You'll more. remember. You'll remember. So, we're on Skype together because we were long distance, and I was like, "I'm just gonna open up a list of all the countries in the world, and we're gonna go down the list alphabetically." Oh my gosh! Do you remember? I think I remember part of this. Yeah. And and like we literally like went down the list, and we like. Stopped at some where I would be like, oh, Germany, that's interesting. You know, or yeah. like, oh, Switzerland. Like, well, not Switzerland. But yeah, Switzerland, actually. Um, but we went down alphabetically, and I am, I saw Thailand, and I was like, oh, Thailand. That'd be cool. And his face just, like, lit up. <laughs> he was like, what? Thailand? Yes. Yes, I'm in. I'm yeah. in. That's well. It's it's it is a bucket list destination for me. I mean, Vietnam is too, but Thailand is one of them for me. 
um, I don't know. I just find those places to, I mean, every time I put on a, you know, travel channel or something, I usually find I, those places attract me more and more. And I think after my South Korea trip, it became more like of a, uh, I want to uncover this more kind of like, I want to travel this part of the world a little bit more, go deeper into it, you know? And I feel like that was like the next step because they're, uh, how do I say this? Um, I guess it's just the American history, you know, American history with, uh, with Vietnam. And that's something I wanted to go, you know, visit my grandfather. uh, My grandfather was in the Korean war. I thought that would be interesting to go check out, you know, and I did go to a lot of those historical um, places when I was in South Korea. And then I thought it'd be cool just to check that one out too. But, um, I don't know. I just, I think it's the food that attracts me more and more. And it's got to get spicier. It's got to get more, just more just in your, in your, in your, you know, just being that those spices, I don't know. It just attracts me more and more. Oh, one thing for me though, in thinking about going on a vacation, like we also wanted to be somewhere for like a month, like that would have been cool. And if we're going to be somewhere like long term, like longer than a couple of weeks, you know, it's it has to be a place where I feel comfortable eating the food. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, like I could definitely do that in Thailand. Like I I like Thai food and it seemed like just a super cool place where we could do educational things like tour the temples in Bangkok, that kind of stuff. But also do like adventurous things like meet elephants. Yeah. See like Muay Thai fighting. That would be amazing. Like try adventurous foods, but then also relax. Like we want, like we were planning to tour the whole country of Thailand to go to like, like stay a week in Bangkok, go like somewhere else. Now I can't even remember the names of the places. Koh Lanta, that was one. That was right. Like essentially stay at like a resort, like bungalow type of situation for a week and then move somewhere else and then move somewhere else. So like we were planning to be all over the country, which was going to be super cool. Yeah. And the cool thing too would have been like Thailand is so like the value for your dollar goes a long way there. So it's just not, it's not like you'd be like, oh my God, it's. I don't know how to, I don't know how to say this. Like you're not going to have that experience in the United States. You're not going to go to the Bahamas and get the same experience. You're going to pay three times the price. If you're going to go to the Bahamas, yeah. you know, you're going to go to, you're going to pay three times the price to go to Hawaii. Oh my gosh. It's so ridiculously expensive to go to Hawaii. Well, yeah. And you're also going to feel like you're just another traveler, like trying to get by on an expensive vacation. Right. But like, I think on your honeymoon, you don't want to feel that way. Yeah. You want to feel like, you have the means to do whatever you want to do, like stay in the nice places, like have the cool experiences. Yeah, exactly. Because it's your honeymoon and not just uh, any other vacation. Well, I'm about you. That's the way I want a vacation. Like it's always my honeymoon. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> I know you too. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh man. Hey, if we stick to Vegas and Thailand, we can. Yeah, I know, right? Exactly. Mexico, Te- uh, Thailand, Mexico, and uh, <laughs> and Vegas. So we could we could live the life, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, but no, I always, I, you know, place like uh, I want to another bucket list place. What bucket list places do you have? Like, name some places you'd want to travel. 
bucket list? Um, you know, I really want to go to Scotland, and that's the very like generic answer I feel. But I've been able to like prove my lineage coming from Scotland, mm-hmm. and that's kind of the only other country I've been able to prove lineage from. Mm-hmm. Um, I think going to Wales would be cool too, um, because I know that I come from Wales. I just haven't been able to prove that. Yeah. So, like, that would be cool too. Um, I'd love to go to like kind of any Scandinavian country. Yeah, me too. I definitely would. Yeah. Yeah. Again, also because of an ancestry thing, but also like that's just my jam, you know, like yeah. a colder like place with that kind of history is like somewhere that I would want to go. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've never been to England, and again, for the same reason, I've always wanted to go to England. So, those would be some of my main ones. Um, You know, I would also really love to go to Israel someday, if it was ever, you know, like, safe enough to go. Um... Yeah, I mean, there like there's a lot of places I'd love to go. I'd love to go to Italy. I'd love to go to Greece. Yeah. I'd love to go to places with a lot of history. Yeah. Um like China, China yeah. would be cool. I think China would be cool to go to too. Oh, totally. Yeah. I agree. And Egypt. Yeah. I still think Egypt, Egypt would be super cool. For me, I think the well, but obviously Costa Rica is like one of my bucket list places. I want to go to just because I feel uh-huh. like it's probably, I don't know. I just, I feel like the, the beach in Costa Rica to me is the most romantic idea of, you know, heaven on earth as far as like, you know, the, the way the earth, the landscape is, you know, um, I don't know. That's just, I don't know. I've, like I said, that's my vibe, but I did do the, I did the, uh, I did London, Wales, Ireland when I was in high school. And that yeah. was awesome. And I chose that because of the historical aspect of it. When I was a kid growing yeah. up, my mom and I spent a lot of time um, going over like the medieval ages. I was homeschooled for a year. And uh, that time period stuck out to me because my mom spent a lot of that you know time going through that history with me. And it was mm-hmm. one of my first choices just because of the amount of history. You know, just, I don't know, it was just mm-hmm. a cool spot. And that was, was my first choice of going, uh, traveling abroad internationally. I chose that that trip. Yeah, that is a trip I would love to go on. Sally's been to Ireland, my sister. She's been to Ireland. Um, She went when she was like 14, I want to say. Nice. Um, And she like loved it. You know, she's like obsessed with Ireland now and everything Irish. Mm. Hence Fergus's name, Fergus. Oh my gosh. Because <laughs> she went to... Herrick Fergus Castle when she was in Ireland. Nice. So, I, I mean, uh, one thing I will say about my trip to Ireland that I regret 
I pretended to kiss the Blarney Stone because I was afraid of all the germs. I know. You told me that, and I shamed you for it, and I will shame you again. I can't believe you were there, and you didn't actually kiss the Blarney Stone. I I put my hand on the stone where everybody would kiss, and then I put my... I don't want to share germs with everybody who's a stranger in the whole world either, but... You and Sally are the same way about this, is that when you have, like, once-in-a-lifetime opportunities, you'll just be like, oh, no, I can't. Oh, no, I can't. Like, I don't I don't get that. I'm not a very big risk taker. Yeah. But when there's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, I'm going to try whatever the thing is. There was, there was this, this funny moment. Uh, we were actually, I think it was the Target in Moreno Valley. Is that correct? We were at the Target in Moreno uh, Valley. And, oh, uh, it was yeah. in the beginning. Yeah, okay, yeah. the beginning of the the you know beginning of the quarantine. Tiger King right. was pretty much king on Netflix. Everybody was watching Tiger King. We were all going wild over Tiger King. Captivated by it. Captivated by the whole it. country. So I'm literally we're we went to Target to I forgot what we're getting. We're at Target and um you know we're just browsing around and we're done doing our shop making our way to the front and i see this person in front of me that looks really familiar like i've seen this person i think maybe they you know maybe we know each other from who knows where high school or something they just look so familiar to us right we couldn't put our thumb on it at first we're just like oh i think you know this person they go to our church like who is this who ends up standing right in front of us tell them the the person from Tiger King who got their hand eaten by the tiger. So the person who's standing right in front of us is, I don't know if you watched Tiger King, the first episode, somebody gets their arm eaten by a tiger, okay? Yeah, that person yeah, that- was standing right in front of us in Target in Moreno Valley blow my mind i was just standing there i'm like oh my god no way i can't believe it's them Ah." yeah they're standing right there and i just turned to zach and i'm like do you see who that person is do you see who that person is look look at their hand look at their hand look at their hand and he's just started freaking out he's like oh my god oh my god i can't believe they're right in front of us sure enough when she said look at her hand what courtney was saying is look at to the absence of the hand (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's what she was telling me. Okay, look at her hand. There was, yeah. there was no hand, and and the first thing I thought about was like, yeah, that's crazy. Tiger King person got their their hand eaten by a tiger. You know? No, I knew, I knew it was them. Almost immediately when I saw their face, I looked down to their hand and was like, oh my god, oh my god, that person is like blowing up america right now and they're right in front of us literally twitter was hot they were this person is all over twitter like as a hero as a hero like i can't believe they just got their arm eaten and they decide to go back to work in the same place well one thing i'll say is this person and their the people with them were not wearing masks. That I will say. But anyway. <laughs> um, so Zach was like freaking out. And I said, um, say, go, say hi. Go say hi. 
And he's like, I can't, I can't, no, I can't. And I'm like, I don't understand you and my sister, just these once in a lifetime opportunities. And you're both like, I can't, but I can't do it. And I, and I'm, I'm like, I don't, I don't care about saying something to them. But like, if you're not going to, I'm going to, because it's a once in a lifetime opportunity, but don't you want to be the one that does it? And he's like, but I can't, but I can't. And I'm like, I don't know. Just say hi. You know, he's like, what, what should I say? What should I say? Don't say hi. I like the show or I don't know. Hi. I think that was I, a super I, cool show. Have a good day. Just, I don't know. For a moment in time, they'll know that you existed and you had a conversation with them. Yeah. He was freaking out. He And he almost didn't do it. But what did I end up saying, though? That you said, hi, um, I'm a really big fan. That's all I said. I think. <laughs> I think it Isn't was. Is that the, what you said? I think I said coolest person ever. I think I said, hey, th- hey, we, oh, I think I said, hi, big fan. You're the coolest person ever. Have a nice day. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think that is what you said. I was starstruck. I was starstruck. And they were really, they were really nice. Like, they were just like, oh, thank you. Just chuckled and laughed and said, thank you. Like, thanks, man. Have a good day or whatever. And that was it. Super cool. I mean, this person was buying normal human stuff, too. Right. This right. was like a this was with a, their like family, a viral like famous person who got famous because of you know obviously <laughs> Tiger King, you know they're just like a hero to everybody that's in lockdown and stuff, and they happen to be right in front of me, and I'm like, oh my god, yeah. they com- they eat Cheerios just like me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I actually don't remember what they were buying, but it was a lot of like kids. I think it was stuff. diapers. I saw diapers. Yeah, I I remember diapers and like, but other like toys, like kid stuff. I I think. Yeah. I remember that. Um. But yeah, you would have missed out on that story having that opportunity. <laughs> but see, and that, but that's what I'm gonna bring it around for you. That's what is I think we have in common about going on vacations or having like visiting another place is that like we want those experiences that we feel like we can only get from that place. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. You're professional with this. I need to have you on the show more often. <laughs> I'm gonna bring it around for you. Damn, y'all hear that? No, it's really it's it's just because I've been teaching college students, right? So I always have to know how is everything I'm saying, how did I get here? What's it related to? Let me go back and make the connection for them in case they didn't do it on their own. See, that's what I'm lacking on the show. I never, I never follow <laughs> up or bring it back full circle. I just think it's whatever. Anyways. <laughs> well, there's no, you do a good job on the show. You do a great job. Thank you. You have fans. I got a fan. I got a fan of my wife. That's awesome. <laughs> Y'all hear that? Number one fan. <laughs> Believing in me, believing in my dreams. All right. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah. Um, I think we talked about a lot of stuff today. Yeah. We're- well, why don't you tell like the places, the different countries you've been to? What are all the different countries you've been to? I've been to London, Wales, Ireland. Okay, that was my first big trip. Um, and then, well, as far as travel. 
other countries, you know, Mexico, South Korea. Yeah. Um, I did the Hawaii trip. That was a good one. Um, and then I've done like various United States trips too. So different yeah. ones. Basically most, some of the big cities here in the U S obviously everything in California is relatively easy to get to for us. But like, you know, some of the bigger cities, obviously Salt Lake, you know, um, Seattle, Portland, you know, some of the, some of the staples of America, Atlanta, those places, you know, just, I don't know. I just find it interesting to go to those places and, and, and experience it all, you know? Yeah, totally. Uh, but like I said, for as far as like bucket lists, um, Costa Rica is one of my, my bucket list places still. Um, Santorini is my, one of my right. bucket list places. Yeah, um, another place is, um, Morocco is another bucket oh, list yeah. place. I think there's something, uh, I don't know. I'm just attracted to like the whole entire like city by the sea sort of scape. Um, that to me yeah. is like attractive and, and like relaxing. I don't know. I just being near the water on yeah. vacation. Um, but when I was in Korea, we were in the middle, the heart of the city, you know, and that to me was great because every every turn I took, every street I went down offered a new opportunity, you know, so. Right. Just, you know, it just really depends on where you're going. Um, but yeah, those yeah. are my places I want to go to. Those are my, my bucket list dreams. But I think there's plenty of history there too, you know, plenty of history in those places. No, totally. I mean, I like have been to a lot of different places in the United States. I've been to a lot of different states and like, I hope to go to every state, you know, at some point in my life, even yeah. if it's just passing through. I hope to do that. I've I've gone through a lot, but not all. So, you know, I've also, I've been to um, for Paris hey. for like an eight-hour layover. The, well, I and, didn't have my layovers, but yeah. <laughs> no, but we left the airport. And went to the Eiffel Tower. Nice. And like that's all that we really had time to do because we had to come back and then go through customs uh, because we were on the way back. Wait. Yeah, we were on the way back from Africa. So we were going from San Francisco to New Jersey to Paris to the Ivory Coast, Cote d'Ivoire. Yeah. So we were on the way back. So we had, we didn't have time to do a whole lot. So I've kind of been to Paris. It would be cool to go back and actually have like a real, like a full experience yeah, there. But sure. it's cool. I have been to the Eiffel Tower. So. Yeah. I mean, I would definitely love to go to Paris. That'd be great. You know, it was funny. We, this morning we talked about, we were talking about passports and isn't the whole entire customs things just really strange? It's such a weird process. Yeah. It's like you're traveling. Well, just airports, international airports are strange. The vibe you get from them, I always feel like a criminal no matter where, what country I'm going to. I'm always like, oh, God, they're going to find me. They're going to find me. <laughs> they're going to stop me and find me. <laughs> um, But, yeah, anyways, like I was saying, the whole entire passport situation is a little strange. I don't know. I, I feel like what countries 
there are some countries that, you know, I maybe get the bad vibe where I feel like maybe I might get set up for something. Like when I was in China leaving through customs, right, they stopped me because I had a bunch of uh, coins, loose change in the bottom of my backpack. And uh-huh. I didn't realize that that was all the all the loose coins from, um, you know, from like Korea and stuff. That just like loose change. I don't exchange like, yeah. like you know, I just give the bills that I bills. Can, that I know will cover the amount and whatever loose change at the end of the, the trip I take home for souvenirs kind of like it's just a weird thing right. and um they th- pretty much pulled me they pulled me aside and questioned me and asked if i had any explosives in the bag because they they saw it as shrapnel right they were like oh my Uh-oh. gosh if this thing if this thing blows up it'll put holes in the and everything and people will die because they just seen all the loose change at the bottom of my bag and um they questioned me about it and man that that was enough to put, you know, the fire under my butt. I was so scared. I was like, oh, my God, no. Please take it all. Take all my money. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Of course you. Um... Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> it was scary. You never know. One time um, when I when I came back from my Europe trip, I bring a, uh, a hookah back with me and a bunch of cigars. And uh, uh-huh. I wasn't sure if I was able to travel with those things. Um, you know, it's U.S. customs. You never know what your trouble you're going to run into. Yeah. Um, yeah. And when I was leaving, I was actually leaving Ireland with the the hookah pipe and this box of cigars that I purchased in in London. And as I'm leaving, the custom guy goes, he's he says, he's like, he's, excuse me, sir, is this yours? And I was like, yeah. I mean, obviously he asked me, and he has his accent, but it was funny. Yeah. He's like, once I gotta double check this, and he calls over like his superior, whoever it was, his manager or something, you know. And he goes, he's he's like, I stopped him because he has a hubbly bubbly, and I, I was like, I'm standing there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm standing there and I was like, I was like, wait a second, hold on, I gotta go. And basically, what happens? He goes, he goes, he whistles over his boss and he goes, he's like, um, he's uh, he's got a bubbly bubbly, he's got a bubbly bubbly right here. <laughs> and he goes, oh, he's a bubbly bubbly, it's a nice bubbly bubbly. <laughs> and then he's a like, good size, oh, good size bubbly bubbly. <laughs> if he's talking about the size of my hookah pipe, and they said bubbly oh, bubbly like three times in a row, and I was dying inside. I was like, oh my god, it's amazing. Hubbly bubbly. Yeah. What is happening in England? <laughs> so yeah, I did Hubbly make it. Bubbly. I made it through customs with my, my hookah pipe and my, my cigar. Yeah. Well, good for you. <laughs> um I brought back dirt from Africa and I thought they weren't gonna let me through with it, but they didn't care. I, I did the same thing. I actually stole a part of interesting. I stole a piece of Abbey Road where the Beatles recorded their. Uh, oh my Abbey god! Road. Yeah, you told me you did that. Yeah. I actually I stole a fork. Um, I stole a fork and a spoon from the place I had lunch that day, and I found mm-hmm. out where the studio was. I went there and I actually took that fork and spoon and started chipping away at the road until I got a couple. Oh my of rocks. gosh! Crazy. Yeah, I even stole some of the dirt from that studio too. I just scooped it up in the spoon and put it in a cup. I taped it up and bring it back. Where is it? Well, sad story. Okay, my mom's friend one time she uh she my mom's friend needed a place to stay, and so my mom was like, "Well, yeah, you could stay in my son's room for a time." And I just slipped out on the couch. Okay. Well, she returned the favor by cleaning my room. And um, I had this cup of dirt that was from England, and she took that cup of dirt and she tossed it because she thought it was just a cup of dirt. 
So she tossed out my my uh, little bit of Abbey Road that I stole. So oh. yeah, it's unfortunate. Did you ever say anything? No, I just uh, I just couldn't. Did you say anything to your mom about yeah, my, it? My mom knows about it. <laughs> oh, what'd she say? Oh, I'm so sorry, Mijo. What, what could she say? She was just she felt bad, you know. She felt bad. Oh, I know. That sucks. I know. Well, I so that trip to Africa brought me to France and obviously Cote d'Ivoire, which is in Western Africa. But I've also been to Brazil and Guatemala. Hey. And other than that, I haven't been to any other countries, but I have been to Alaska and Hawaii. Nice. Yeah, I know your parents, they had to cover, they had to cancel their trip, right? Yes, they did. So my parents just celebrated their 40th wedding anniversary. And me and my brother and sister are really proud of them for that. So we went in together to pay for them to go on an Alaskan cruise because my mom has always wanted to see the Northern Lights. And I don't know, you know, it's always a toss up if you'll be able to see them, even if you go in the season. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, we paid for like, you know, whatever, like the deluxe, like window balcony room or whatever uh, for them. And uh, it was supposed to be actually just coming up in a couple of weeks in September. But obviously that cruise was canceled um, due to COVID. But my parents, yeah, they got like 125% credit for the cruise line. That's what I'm talking about. So I guess really we won. But (laughs) when I I went on a cruise with my buddies, we went to Mexico on a cruise. Uh, We actually, we left out of... uh, Long Beach. We went we left out of Long Beach and uh we went to Mexico for a five five I think a six seven day cruise. I can't remember exactly. Um but that's where I got that anchor tattooed on my wrist. It says Cabo two thousand uh I think this is fifteen on there. I can't remember the I, I had to it tattoo does it. Say 15. 2015, yeah. Went on a cruise. I I think it's funny because we did the whole entire like uh you know, Titanic thing where we just paid for the cheapest room possible, like down with the help. Right. Like we're basically in the basement with the help. <laughs> we had an obstructed. You know, that's something I do. See, we, 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 we paid for the obstructed view. We're like, give us a lifeboat right in front of our window. It's right. our views obstructed, <laughs> but there's a lifeboat in front of our window. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. So we've got cheap tickets. Three of us bunked in this tiny room. Oh my God. It's terrible. Oh gosh. My friend Daniel stayed with me. I never met a more smelly person. (laughs) You're sad. If you're listening to this, shout out to you, buddy. (laughs) Javier will agree with me. That room was something else. Javier will 100% agree with me. (laughs) Anyways, uh, yeah, we talked about a lot of things today. Talked about a lot of things. Covered, you know, where we wanted to travel. Covered the whole... And where we'll travel next. Big Bear and yeah. then Thailand. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. Big Bear and then Thailand. Um, anyways, yeah, I had a fun time. Thank you for joining my show today. Yeah, you're welcome. I did it because I love you. <laughs> I know that's the only reason why you did it. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we talked about a lot of stuff. Talked about Thailand. Talked about places, bucket list places. Talked about some of our own experiences, our experiences with traveling. 
why we like to travel mostly because of the food <laughs> um <laughs> but also to learn also to learn educational purposes you know those are always fun uh yeah i think it was a good episode we're about an hour and 15 into it so i guess i'll just stop talking uh any last words that you want to leave the listeners with before we sign off you got about 15 seconds oh no i didn't practice this line hi good morning no i'm just kidding (laughs) um i don't know thanks for listening to my husband he works really hard on it and he does a good job thank you so much (laughs) i appreciate that very much um yeah hey guys i just want to say thank you for listening thank you for subscribing if you guys haven't subscribed um do it now you can find us on all the popular most listened to podcast platforms um yeah apple Podcasts, stitcher all those good things tune in um spotify youtube you name it we're on it guys once again thank you very much yeah bye